This is Take the State Properties. This is Teddy DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Hey, this is Bob Baffley. Hey, everyone, this is Rick Stein. This is the Honky Dog Man, the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling with Ideas. Welcome inside the secret Gibby headquarters. We're wrestling with ideas right here on Podbean. A little bit different than we usually do for the wrestling shows. Uh, the file that I had originally recorded for this uh, got corrupted. Uh, when I downloaded the file, only one strand of audio showed up, one segment of audio, and that was my first uh, fifth of the predictions that I was going through, and the rest of the audio disappeared. So I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, apologies for that, uh, but fortunately, Wrestling With Ideas episode 100 is going to be much different than that. We're going to be going live, of course, on Thursday at CKDJ 107.9 FM. Live Thursday, 6 p.m. It's going to be a special two-hour show, and we got a ton planned for that show as well we're gonna be taking your phone calls during it as well so tune on in for that that's gonna be a much better episode this is just gonna be a straight uh prediction show i want to get episode 99 out of the way and let people know my thoughts on the upcoming wrestlemania and nxt takeover shows uh gonna try and get through some of those predictions quickly now, first on to the pre-show, uh, in terms of the Women's Battle Royal, my pick for the Women's Battle Royal is going to be Becky Lynch. Um, I think that she needs something to get herself back into some sort of main storyline, and with the introduction of the Women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania, I think that will be a nice little spotlight for her to get herself back into a mix, uh, whether it be moving from SmackDown to Raw and going for the Raw Women's title, whoever the champion would be there, probably going to be Nia Jax, a little bit of a spoiler alert for my prediction later on, or if she decides to stay on SmackDown and whoever is going to win the SmackDown women's title there. Um, but I believe that uh, for the first winner of the women's ro- uh, battle royal, I should say, uh, I think they're going to want to go for a big name. And Becky Lynch is definitely someone that a lot of fans really like to get behind. Uh, fans, you know, truly do like Becky Lynch. She's probably one of the last pure baby faces on the roster. So in terms of the women's battle royal, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. I think she's the smart pick there. In terms of the men's battle royal, the Andre the Giant Memorial battle royal, uh, it's an interesting choice. I've seen a lot of names going around. I was debating between two different people. I was debating between a returning Samoa Joe or a returning Big Cass. Um, I'm going to go with Big Cass to win the WrestleMania uh, battle royal for the men, the Andre the Giant uh, version. I believe he's going to win mainly because I think they're going to want to reestablish him back on the main roster. They'll probably repackage him. They want to get some of that Enzo Amore uh, look and stain, I guess you could say, away from Big Cass. Uh, So what a better way to make a big impact than when you come back first night you win the Battle Royal for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, So, again, a lot of people think Samoa Joe. That's also a good pick as well. The rumor is that he's going to be facing Roman Reigns after he beats Brock Lesnar for the title um and again another spoiler for one of my later predictions um but but he really doesn't need the battle royal in my opinion he's he's already established enough um i think people already know that he could be a killer um so i'm gonna go with a big cast to win the battle royal i think he needs it way more i think he needs to reestablish himself on the main roster and a, a win and the battle royal can certainly do wonders for that 
In terms of the Cruiserweight Championship, this feud has been so well built uh, for this between Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander. It's kind of sad that not a lot of people are looking into it. Obviously, it's more of an online exclusive show, not on the main networks, the main TV network. Um, but it's this has still been an absolutely fantastic build. Um, Mustafa Ali is probably at his peak right now in terms of relatability as a character, um, what he's able to do in the ring. Um, a lot of people can get behind what he does. Um, and he's going to be my pick as well to win the Cruiserweight Championship. This is really a toss-up between both because both would be excellent winners of the Cruiserweight Championship um, and can both uh, help lead the division uh, further now that Triple H is in charge of 205 Live. But I'm firmly in the belief that Mustafa Ali got to take advantage while the iron's hot. And Mustafa Ali is the hotter wrestler right now to go with. And I think they are going to do that. I think Triple H recognizes that sort of ability. If this was Vince McMahon picking, I'd be a little bit more indifferent because I think he's going to stick with his pick that he had in the long term. I'm pretty sure Cedric Alexander was a long-term pick. But Ali is the hotter wrestler, and I think Triple H recognizes that. So I believe that Mustafa Ali is going to be the winner of that matchup. Now let's go on to the main card. There is a lot of matches on the WrestleMania 34 main card. Let's just start with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. The stipulation being that if Owens and Zayn lose, uh, they are no longer allowed on SmackDown, but if they win, they are reinstated to SmackDown. In terms of this matchup, there's a lot of storylines going into it. Obviously, Daniel Bryan making his in-ring return uh, is going to be awesome. I cannot wait for that. Um, and I, he's looked really, really good. They've showed a couple of his uh, moves in the ring, and he has looked fantastic so far. Um, the real question to me is, how is Shane McMahon going to do? Because this diverticulitis, hopefully I said that right, uh, this diverticulitis really looks impactful to Shane McMahon and his health. And that is not a disease that you can go pass from easy. I mean, Brock Lesnar had that same disease while he was with the UFC, and that's what caused him to leave MMA uh, initially. So Shane McMahon, he's pretty crazy to be continuing on and going in for the fight. Um, in terms of who I think is going to win, I think Daniel Bryan's going to get the pinfall victory. Um, and I think what's going to happen now is Owens and Zayn are going to move over to Raw. Uh, Raw needs the tag team division rebuilt. Uh, all they have right now is Cesaro and Sheamus. And obviously they have that other tag team match that's going on right now uh, with Braun Strowman and the mystery partner. Um, but in terms of... Uh, in terms of uh, that depth on that tag team division, I think Owens and Zayn would definitely bring a lot of depth into it, and you can create some potential exciting matchups, especially a Cesaro Sheamus versus Owens and Zayn matchup. That could be a really, really fun pay-per-view match to watch. Um, and plus, I think all the stuff that Owens and Zayn has done on SmackDown has come to a head. I think they've fulfilled their what they can do on SmackDown. I think it's best for them to go back on a Raw and let Daniel Bryan get his first victory back and get his momentum back. And this will probably be the match as well that will probably take Shane McMahon off of TV, whether it be Owens and Zayn attacking him afterwards or whatever. Um, but I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan getting the pinfall victory. Um, he could also, obviously as well go for the submission um but i think he's going to use that knee plus and he's going to pin Sami Zayn uh in the middle of the ring and i believe that's what's going to happen there now we were mentioning the raw tag team division before that was cesaro and sheamus versus braun Strowman and a mystery partner um i'm going to shock a, a couple of people i think 
I think Cesaro and Sheamus are actually going to retain. And the reason why I think that is I believe the mystery partner is going to be James Ellsworth. And Ellsworth is going to return to be tag team partners with uh, Braun Strowman. And Ellsworth is going to take the pinfall loss. And it's going to infuriate Braun Strowman more. He's going to go on more of a wrecking rampage. Because I don't know if there's a long-term storyline plans for Braun Strowman and the tag team titles. I think he's much more appropriate in terms of the world title scene. I think he fits much better there. Um, I think this is just something so that Braun Strowman can get on the card and a lot of people can see what he does. But I'm confident in saying Cesaro and Sheamus will retain their tag team championships and then move on to a feud with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, later on. I believe that's the direction that they want to go. And then Braun Strowman can look elsewhere and do something else. There's been a lot of question on who the mystery tag team partner is going to be. Is it going to be James Ellsworth? Uh, Is it going to be uh, Elias? It could possibly be Kurt Hawkins. We saw on Raw, uh, even though he was thrown through uh, a wall on Raw, you know, they could still possibly work something with that and say, you know what, I'll give you this shot. Um, but we'll see. Um, but I'm pretty sh- I'm going to go with Cesaro and Sheamus. That's going to be a little bit of a different pick, but I don't think there's much in terms of the long term for Braun Strowman being the tag team champions um, and whoever his uh, partner would be. Um, and I think the long term storyline there is much better. Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Um, I'm pretty. Pretty, pretty certain on this winner, the way this storyline is built. I'm going to go with Nia Jax going, getting the victory over Alexa Bliss, the way they've been doing this storyline with her getting teased by Alexa. Um, you know, it's, it's caused a lot of people to be in the middle on whether they like it or not. There's a body shaming angle to it. The performers have said that they've liked this angle and it, they feel it's actually a way to teach uh, some of the people watching about sort of body shaming and what it does and how it affects people. Um, If the performers are behind it, then I'm behind it. Obviously, it's a little uncomfortable and it really touches on a real-life subject. Um, But the overall ending for this storyline has to be Nia Jax getting the Raw Women's title. So I believe that's the easy pick there to go with. In terms of the other women's match, uh, Asuka versus Charlotte, this is going to be a fun match, I think. Uh, I think... Both are primed and want to show that they are willing, that they deserve to be on the main stage. Um, And this is the one that's going to be tough for me to pick because it could go either way, in my opinion. You could have Asuka continue her streak or you can have Charlotte, you know, prove that she's the queen of the division and win. It really depends on where they want to go long term. Um, it's a toss up for me, but I'm going to go in the end with Charlotte Flair. I think they are more behind Charlotte Flair than they are Asuka in terms of being a leader of the women's division. Um, so I believe they're going to have her beat the streak at WrestleMania and she's going to retain her, uh, SmackDown women's championship on WrestleMania. And she's going to continue to defend the belt, uh, for months to come. I think there's just a much better long-term plan for her with that women's title. And plus trying to establish her on top of the card. I think that's just the way the go way to go for WWE. The Miz versus Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. And that's for the Intercontinental Championship match. This is a dark horse for me to actually be a match of the night, uh, especially the way uh, they wrestled a, a triple threat on Raw a couple of years ago that was really, really good. Um, and obviously, Rollins and Balor have great chemistry together. I think the Miz's in-ring performance has gone up exponentially uh, over the past couple of years. And obviously, his character work is at an all-time high. 
I think this is going to be a really fun match. Um, I don't see The Miz keeping the Intercontinental Championship. Um, and I think that we're going to see Seth Rollins with the Intercontinental Championship. That is the one title, I believe, that he has not won in WWE, so they can build that up as well. And it's going to build off into a Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins Intercontinental Championship feud. Um, I, so that's my pick there. Seth Rollins is going to be the winner, in my opinion, uh, to win the Intercontinental Championship. I think there's more long-term for that. I think he's He's definitely the wrestler to do it, and I think they'll want to build up his accomplishments of winning all the championships in WWE. Moving on now, we're getting into the real meaty part of the WrestleMania card. There's three matches. Well, two confirmed, one possible. Uh, Let's go with a possible match. John Cena versus The Undertaker. There has been a lot of speculation about this match. John Cena, obviously a longtime veteran of the company, face of the company. Uh, faced off against The Undertaker, a main stalwart within the company itself. Been with the company since 1990, I believe. Uh, So he's been there quite a while. Um, There's been a lot of questions. Is The Undertaker going to wrestle at WrestleMania? Um, Is he even going to appear? For me, I think he's going to appear, but I do not think he's going to wrestle John Cena. I think it will be a confrontation, and I think it will end up... Uh, with Undertaker choke slamming or tombstone pile driving John Cena and ended up on top. Whether he shows up as the American badass, I'm not sure. If he's going to show up as his cowboy character, again, not sure there. I really can't be definitive on that. I think it's more likely we would see the American badass of The Undertaker, considering they've got Kid Rock this year and they can make a live entrance out of it. Um, but I don't think they're going to have a match. I don't think they're going to have an impromptu match. I think it's just going to be a confrontation that's going to end up with Undertaker beating up John Cena and leaving him uh, after a tombstone pile driver or possibly a chokeslam or whatever move he could perform and then just kind of standing tall at the end of it all. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship. Another toss-up match. This is uh, an interesting card. Um, now Shinsuke Nakamura, I don't think he's been booked that well in this feud with AJ Styles. I don't think both have, to be quite honest. Um, I think they're just kind of relying on the fact that this is very much a dream match, uh, that a lot of people want to see. And you can do that all you want, but you also have to try and entice fans a little more. Um, nonetheless, I think these two are going to have an awesome, awesome match. I think Nakamura is going to step up, step up his game in this match as well. Um, in terms of the winner, I am going to go with Shinsuke Nakamura to win the WWE Championship. I think he's going to be going to deserve it more. I think AJ Styles has done a bunch of great things for that SmackDown uh, brand. I think we're going to see him on Raw, on the Raw After Mania. And I think they're going to continue on with Shinsuke Nakamura on top and build some new feuds around him. Um, I think there's uh, more potential in some Shinsuke Nakamura feuds as WWE champion than there is AJ Styles, and I think they'll want to do that uh, as part of their booking plans. So I'm going to go with Shinsuke Nakamura going over AJ Styles. Uh, Also, oh, I still got two more matches to go. I forgot about this one. Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Ronda Rousey has to go over here and not just go over. Like, she has to tap out Stephanie McMahon. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If she doesn't do that, this 
will instantly not go as over as fans would want it to. It has to end with Ronda Rousey uh, tapping out Stephanie McMahon in the middle of the ring with the armbar. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Kurt Angle shouldn't get the pin. Uh, Triple H should especially not get a pinfall victory, and Stephanie should definitely not get a pinfall victory or what have you. This has to end with Ronda Rousey getting the armbar pin, or sorry, the armbar submission. That way they can also as well... They'll have the mainstream outlets all over this if you have Rousey tapping out somebody. So they, this is too smart. Obviously, when you have a when you have a factor like Triple H in there who's known in the past to kind of have his own way. Recently, with Sting, uh, his match with Sting, where he won after taking a sledgehammer to Sting, and then the pedigree. You also look back at WrestleMania 19 with him versus Booker T, when it should have been Booker T that should have won the World Heavyweight Championship, but it didn't end up being that way. Um, but I think now Triple H is more on the corporate side. He's more on the business side than he has ever been before. And I think he understands what business needs to be done now. And I think he will do what is right for business for the long term for WWE. And that is Ronda Rousey tapping out Stephanie McMahon. Final match prediction on the card. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. This pre- seems pretty set and done. I believe Roman Reigns is going to beat Brock Lesnar, and this will also be the main event of WrestleMania 34. I was surprised to see people questioning that maybe this won't main event and that they would put Ronda Rousey on last. They are going to do whatever they can to get uh, uh, sorry Roman Reigns in the main event. They have done this before. They did this with Roman Reigns versus Triple H when that shouldn't have been the main event, but they put in the main event anyways, and they're going to continue to do that. They did that with Roman Reigns versus Undertaker when, in my opinion, I still believe it should have been Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg in the main event. I know it was a five-minute match, but still, I think that was the bigger match that should have been the main event. They are going to do whatever it takes to put get Roman Reigns over, and they'll have him in the main event of WrestleMania. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's going to be the main event. Um, and he's going to win in the main event, and that's what they want, the scene of Roman Reigns overcoming the odds and winning the world title, in this case, the universal title. So the question as well is, what is he going to do afterwards? We mentioned before Samoa Joe. I think that's the likely direction they're going to go. I think there's a lot of potential there, seeing as Samoa Joe is the one person that Roman Reigns cannot beat. Uh, Remember, he does not hold any sort of victory over Samoa Joe in terms of a clean pinfall or submission victory. So... This is that will be the feud that they'll want to build up upon, um, and I think that will leave fans enticed. And this will also, for me, be the last uh, match for Brock Lesnar. This this is going to lead to him going back to the UFC. He'll go back to the Sada Pool. He'll take his six months suspension. And he'll go back to the UFC because I truly believe that's where he wants to be rather than WWE. Now, obviously, he wants to maximize his earning potential. There's a lot of potential for him to win, uh, to, to get quite a bit of money working both WWE and UFC. But with Ronda Rousey now in the mix, they've got their big megastar now. Brock Lesnar isn't the same star power as he once was. And now they've got a new sort of megastar to build off of. Brock Lesnar does not seem as valuable as he once seemed to be before. And now, so so I'm pretty I'm pretty confident saying that Brock Lesnar is going to leave for UFC after this show. So there are my predictions, guys. And uh, in terms of uh, NXT Takeover, let's go through some of the NXT Takeover card. This NXT Takeover card looks fantastic. Uh, I'm super excited. This may be one of the better NXT Takeovers as well. 
Let's go over some of the matches here. We've got that six-way ladder match for the North American Championship. Uh, we've got the uh, main event match. Or, well, we got Ciampa versus Gargano, which is also going to be fantastic. Uh, we've got the main event match for the title between Andrade Cien Almas versus Aleister Black. That's also going to be a really fun card as well. There's a lot going on. The NXT Tag Team Championship, also the final of the Dusty Classic, Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong versus the Undisputed Era. Uh, there's a lot going on in this card, so let's first start off with that. The NXT Tag Team Championships, which I think will open up the show. Undisputed Era versus Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. I'm going to go with the Undisputed Era to retain. I know that Bobby Fish is hurt right now, but I believe it's going to be Adam Cole filling in that spot with Kyle O'Reilly, and he's going to defend the titles, and they'll build up that storyline for when he competes in the ladder match for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, so I've got the Undisputed Era winning that match, uh, and they're going to get the pinfall victory over Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. That way the Authors of Pain look good when they get called up to whichever roster, probably the Raw roster again with the tag team division a little lacking. Next match, the NXT North American Championship ladder match. Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet versus EC3. I'm going to surprise people with this. I don't think EC3 is going to win. I don't think Ricochet is going to win, and I don't think Adam Cole is going to win, and I don't think Velveteen Dream is going to win. Don't think Killian Dane is going to win. I believe my pick is going to be Lars Sullivan to win the NXT North American Championship. The reason why is that is a very old-school-looking belt. This is really all the basis that I'm going off of. The North American Championship looks super old-school, like an old-school belt. And you've got an old-school heel in Lars Sullivan. I think they want to show that off. I think they want to show off Lars Sullivan and give him a title run. I know they want to push him to the moon, and he's getting better and better every time he goes out. So I believe that Lars Sullivan is going to win the NXT North American Championship ladder match. And if it's not going to be Lars Sullivan, it could possibly be either EC3 or Velveteen Dream. Those three are the ones that need the belt the most. Adam Cole does not need the belt. Uh, Ricochet does not need the belt. Uh, even Killian Dane, I think he's going to be up for uh, a promotion soon with Sanity, so I don't think he's going to need that belt either. Uh, I think it will look really good on Lars Sullivan, and I think he's going to get the win in that one. NXT Women's Championship, Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. I've got Shayna Baszler going to beat Ember Moon for the NXT Women's Championship and also lead to Ember Moon getting promoted to the main roster. You're kind of seeing a pattern here. Um, Baszler, she's been booked really well. She's been booked into this uh, bully storyline, uh, just injuring Ember Moon. And Ember Moon, uh, they're trying to build her up as this valiant baby's face. And so far it's working, but I think now we're at the point where they really want to get Baszler to the next level. And in order to do that, she's going to need to win the title. So I've got Shayna Baszler winning the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, and I think that will also set up for some potential future matches. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in an unsanctioned match. This is going to be a fun, fun match. There's going to be a lot of heat. This has the potential to be another five-star match. We already saw one in WWE this year with him with uh, Gargano versus Sienna Almas, which was another fantastic match. This has the potential to be just that. With the amount of heat that's been built for this, um, I got Johnny Gargano winning. It's, this is going to end the storyline between Gargano and Ciampa, and we're going to see Gargano move up possibly to 205 Live or maybe even SmackDown is where I'm predicting he is going to go. 
Finally, we've got the NXT Championship match, Andrade Cien Almas versus Aleister Black. Now, this one to me is actually the one that's probably the closest to call because it could go either way. To me, I'm going to go with Aleister Black winning the NXT title. Um, I believe that uh, he's at a point now where he can really carry the brand. His character is all there. His in-ring ability is all there. Um, Andrade has done a fantastic job holding the belt. Um, what's next for him? I'm not sure. I'm probably going to continue the feud with Aleister Black, maybe get a second match out of their feud. Um, but for me, Aleister Black is going to win the title in this one. And so there are your predictions, guys, for both WrestleMania and NXT. I know it's a little bit more bare bones than we usually do, but again, apologies for the file corruption uh, for the original Wrestling With Ideas episode 99. But things are going to get better. Again, episode 100 taking place this Thursday, a special two-hour live show. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff there. We're going to open up the phone line, so you can call in 613-750-2535. And we'll listen to you. We'll have the post-WrestleMania thoughts post-Raw After Mania thoughts, post-Smackdown After Mania thoughts, all that good stuff. We're all going to jam-pack that in to this special two-hour show. And hey, you never know who could call in. You may get some surprises in there as well. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, you can listen to past episodes of Wrestling With Ideas on WrestlingWithIdeas.Podbean.com. We've got interviews with the likes of Jake the Snake Roberts, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, uh, Rick Steiner, one half of the Steiner Brothers. We have the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldison on there as well uh cody rhodes there is a ton of interviews in there so you can definitely go into our archives listen back to those interviews and also some past pay-per-view reviews and some older episodes as well we've got an ecw barely legal review in there as well so if you're a big ecw fan you can listen back to that but until then guys have a good one you have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet if you want to listen to older episodes of the show, including full interviews, make sure you check out Wrestling With Ideas on Podbean and on the Podbean app, or listen to us on our new SoundCloud page. We can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and many more. Make sure you keep on tuning in every Thursday at 6 p.m. to Wrestle With Ideas.